When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Can we just share a little slice of real life around here? Uh, Bradley, we, you didn't get to hear this. Holly and I were having a conversation. For those of you who don't know, Holly and Bradley and I are all in three different rooms. That's how we are maintaining our social distance. Social distancing. <laughs> and when we go out of these rooms, we put our masks on. Yes. We feel like that's responsible. Thank you. Um, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. Bradley, you don't know this because Holly and I were talking about this oh, in the break. I, I pushed him too. Oh, you yeah, did? Oh, you heard. Okay. Yeah, so, that. little slice of life. Um, we've been talking, you know, since Friday afternoon about some of the, uh, job cuts that have happened here uh, that have touched us very closely, including two of our very own, uh, Ryan Perpich from Donna and Steve and also Donnie Love from the Lori and Julia show. And Holly just got a lovely text from Donnie. Yes. That was what house? He got a bike. Not like a motorcycle, you guys. No. He got himself oh, a bike. He's awesome. going to tool around. He's going to enjoy nature. I just yeah, love it so perfect much. Time. So there you go. That's a little uh, message from beautiful weather. Donnie Love mm. on his on two wheels out and about. Uh, all right. So here's our question for you. Have you watched a TV show or a movie from a time gone by and realized it just didn't hold up? 651-641-1071. What was that movie or TV show? So my daughter and I, after we had that conversation on Friday about Crackle, which is this free app that you can, you know, watch TV shows and movies on, right? Um, Somebody had said that some episodes of Facts of Life were on that. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to like start watching Facts of Life again. And my daughter and I typically, you know, when our boys are outside fighting or throwing balls at each other, um, you know, baseballs. Uh, or basketballs at each other. She and I like, you know, retreat to our like safe place in front of the television. We put on masks and we drink Starbucks. So uh, I said to her, do you want to come and watch a show from when I was a kid? Actually, I said, do you want to come watch anything with me? And I thought maybe we'd end up watching an episode of Nailed It Mexico or something. But she was like, what are you watching? I'll watch this. And I was watching the facts of life. And so she got into the facts of life. We're like six episodes in. Bradley, I love that show. I know you did the whole series yes. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, did you happen to notice that the acting and the writing is so bad? Well, it's 
okay, first I will say this. In terms of is this must-see TV in 2020? No. Mm-hmm. Is it... Com- in, and again, I'm not watching it with a kid, but like through my own eyes, I was reliving the experience of watching it the first time. But certainly, and especially... Where did you start? We Season two, the beginning of season two. Okay, well, that's a better place to start, I would right. say, because the first season is terrible, like, really, really... Not the best. Um, I think the series like grows into itself, but it it, it has this thing that uh, the facts of life does, which is, I think, kind of um, indicative of like a sitcom from the 80s or characteristic of a sitcom from the 80s, which is it's very, very heavy handed in its like messaging. Yes. So like it's trying to teach you a lesson about life and it does it and it does it like like, you know, almost to the point where there's just nothing subtle about it so yeah in that sense absolutely it is not something um that you could just flip on today and be like oh that's totally timely and relevant can we can i just illustrate that by telling you in the five episodes four or five episodes that we've watched so far yeah we've already tackled uh fake ids and drinking underage yeah uh sexual assault Oh, which one? Shoplifting. Which sexual assault one? Uh, when Joe goes on a date with the guy that Blair wants to take, wants him to take her to the cotillion. Yeah. And then they go out to the ninth hole. Oh, that's right. The, the ninth and, hole. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, God. Right? Okay. So we've tackled all of those topics and some race matters with Tootie. Yeah. So we're going a lot of deep places together. I always felt bad that they just shoved all of like the experience of like like oh Tootie, you're the African American. You're going to have all of the African yeah. Af- African American plot lines. Yeah. Oh Joe, you're going to have all the like working class you know yes. like it was just so Well everybody was such a an archetype, right? Stereotype. Stereotype, yeah. For yeah. Sure. And like, I think that that grows and changes later in the show as you go through sometimes. Like, I know that we had, uh, like, there was a, a conversation and that conversation was happening very publicly when this happened. Uh, there's an episode in later seasons where somebody's going to lose their virginity. Yeah, that was and Natalie. They wanted it to be Blair, but Blair, because she was played by Lisa Welchel, who, by the way, we met last summer. I have to like pinch myself every time I think about it. Yeah. Um, that was against her personal value system. Yep. And so she talked her way out of that being the storyline by refusing to do it. And they were like, okay, well, who needs to lose their virginity? And they gave it to Natalie. Yeah. And which Natalie, nobody was expecting. Remember, it was Snake. That's right. She lost her virginity with Snake. Good old Snake. I mean, you know. Well, <laughs> I mean, didn't we all? I, I mean, her. <laughs> Um, anyway, yes, the, you, every episode it's like, oh, here's the morality tale portion. Like, right. well, you know, well, Mrs. G, I learned today that stealing was a bad thing and I'm never going to do it again. Mm-hmm. Good girls. <laughs> girls. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is, you're right. It's very heavy handed. Um, but also the, the, the writing and the acting is so like set up punchline. Yeah. Ta-da, well, you know? and I love that. So one of the things that I love, particularly Natalie, because she was always sort of my favorite, which is that um, they would just like and I remember this because I know way too much about um, the facts of life because I've watched all the dumb like documentaries and things um, is that like 
she is not an act. She was not an actress. She was like an actual schoolgirl uh-huh. that they went and like cold casted. Um, and so when they brought her on, I think she maybe had done like one or two things, but for the most part, she was like a novice and they kept trying to have to like get her to not play over the top, like to the camera. Right. But she couldn't not. And so then they were just like, fine, do it. So, so there are all these moments it. where like, like she would totally get a punchline and, you know, almost like look at the camera like, yeah, yeah. I'm laughing because <laughs> I just told something funny. I just, I don't know. I know that show is so over the top, but. Man. I know, but that inside baseball is actually really helpful. I'm going to take that with me when I yes. go watch it because I didn't realize that. But she was specifically the one I was thinking of when I was thinking about how terrible the acting is. Yeah. So that actually makes sense. Yeah. She was like, like the story and you can go online and watch all those documentaries, but the stories are just fascinating because for us, this was really our childhood. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I, I uh, having like my parents both worked. And so when I got home, I watched TV. And so TV Really, that's where I would get those like, I mean, my parents obviously taught me right and wrong, but you know, you, you, that Your was major life lessons. <laughs> those major life lessons often came from, you know, that's where you learned about the like, ninth hole. Like literally you could ask us about like how to deal with a problem and we would probably come up with like a scenario from an episode right. of one of our favorite, like it's either different strokes, facts of life. Punky Brewster, don't get into a refrigerator. No, don't get into a refrigerator, man. Can I also just tell you, oh shoot, what was it? Darn it, ding dang. What was what? it? Oh, I will tell you, this is kind of a funny little moment where you also realize the the big difference between the the generation today and our generation the first episode of um facts of life second season incorporates arnold gary coleman from different strokes yeah that's like the it's one of the crossovers right sort of like very he's in it very briefly which is so bizarre because mrs garrett played by Charlotte Ray, had been one of the maids on Different Strokes. And so he shows up as, and I think they did a lot of like visiting that way, right? Um, On the shows. So he shows up just for like three scenes in the first episode. And then we're about two episodes later, my daughter goes, where did the little boy go? And I go, oh, I go, well, that's like a crossover from another show called Different Strokes where and my daughter was literally looking at me like, I don't know what you're talking foreign about. language you're speaking right now. What's a crossover mom? She, no idea. And that's the things like now you'll have to teach her what a backdoor pilot is. Oh I'm going to wait. That that's feels like that's more advanced. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Dirty. The backdoor pilot, for those of you who don't know what the heck we're talking about, is when they would use a show that an existing show to try to spin another show off. And so they would use that show as a pilot for now, another show. Um, what? Oh, I was going to say, there's one more thing that I want you to teach her about. Okay. And that is, I mean, she's getting quite an education. So that is, Oh, but what's it called? The snow globe thing. Oh, the Tommy. Yes. Tommy's world. Tommy universe. Tommy Westfall's world. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Tommy Westfall universe. Yes. Yeah. So really quickly, it's just like basically how you can connect people from different shows um, through this Tommy Westfall universe thing. Just Google it. It's It's fascinating. fascinating. That's for sure. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, let's check in on Britney Spears. Ah, speaking of snow globes. (laughs) Um, I think her Instagram is like its own little snow globe. We're going to talk about 
Britney Spears when we come back on My Talk 1071. We got to check in with Britney Spears on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we've been following Britney Spears through her Instagram for quite some time. Do we need to get the Cobra Gang together? Do it. Whenever there's trouble, we'll there on the double with the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra Gang. Okay, two things. There's stuff going on with Britney. We know this. She's under the control of her conservatorship, mm. and it's evil, and they need to free Britney now. Okay. But that's not why I brought us here. Why'd you Two things. Here? One, there is this story about her conservatorship that popped up over the weekend saying her conservatorship was being extended. Does that give you a reaction? Like, I honestly, I'm asking. There's not a correct answer. Um, Does that give me a what? Like, do you have a reaction to that I mean, headline? Yeah, I, it, it, to me, it doesn't feel entirely unexpected, right? Because things, any kind of movement anywhere is held up right now due to... Uh, the global pandemic. Exactly. Yeah. But the weird thing is, we actually already heard that headline. Well, yeah, like two weeks ago. Yeah. So, so I just assumed that that was in reaction to... But they did extend it more than just two weeks, right? When no, they first so, extended it. Okay, so the story a couple of weeks ago was very simply that it was being extended until August. Okay. So then I see this story um, from ET that her conservatorship is extended till August. So I go, well, wait a minute. We kind we already of already knew, knew that. that, right? So is there something new? Well, apparently ET um, got some documents and they saw Brenda, Judge Penny. She issued an order back on uh, some day and August 22nd is when her uh, conservatorship is going to like remain in effect until such time as they are able to have another um, court hearing. Okay. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm curious why that's coming out again. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So that's one thing. However, um, it does have some sources in it that we need to talk about in a moment. Um, but the the other thing we need to talk about is that there's this Instagram post about her publicationship that I think we also need to discuss. So let's go back and talk about the conservator champ. Okay. And um, the story that showed up on uh, E's website. Or E.T., excuse me. Entertainment tonight. It's a real good show. Hey. Okay, so according to this particular story, blah, 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 it's being um, extended till August. However, however, then I read this. The news comes after the 38-year-old's family was apparently feeling some anxiety after Spears shared that she accidentally set fire Mm. to her home gym. Mm. Quote says a source talking to entertainment tonight. It's a real good show. Her family worries because they know Brittany can get distracted and forget. These are all the things she works on in therapy. Okay. Okay. So I find this interesting that a source, and I would imagine a source to, talking to ET about Britney Spears is probably not Britney Spears. No. It's probably her family. Yeah. And her family is talking to... Why would her family be talking to um, 
a publication. Entertainment Tonight. It's a really good, good show. Because they are trying to control the narrative about why the conservatorship is still necessary. Yeah, don't you think this just seems like a plant? Like, oh, let's drop this into the news yeah. feed to let people know... She set fire to her gym. You can't rely well, on her. It's she like, forgets things. And it's also like they're trying to get ahead of some sort of story about the gym fire. Right? Because, again, also, we already had this news about the conservatorship being extended. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems like this is just in the lead up to the conservatorship hearing, if it does, in fact, end up happening on August 22nd or whatever date it is. Like, here's more evidence. Here's more published stuff. About yep. Britney, quote, getting distracted and forgetting like, oh, she can't she needs this conservatorship because she's she forgets candles. And then one thing le- leads to another and, and then, then they're boom. burning things down. Yeah. But it's, I did it again. But to go back, she did. Mm-hmm. But one more time, baby. Listen, <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'm not just going to quote Britney lyrics, but remember this is a hot mess. Oh, yeah. Now I can't tell you the other thing. We'll okay. talk about it another day because um, you need to see this Instagram post with her and her boyfriend. Uh-huh. Sam Asgari. Yeah, because they're together, but they're not together. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But when we come back, we got to talk about some dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. idiots. We're going to talk about them after this on My Talk 1071. MyTalk1071.com Everything Entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley Trainer, uh, And we've got some crazy stupid idiots to tell you about Well then I guess one could say That's a crazy stupid idiot yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI It stands for crazy stupid idiots It sure does Why? Because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over and over yet again, oftentimes in a state. Well, it's called, what's it called? Florida. 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 Sometimes some other places. But we're starting in Florida. Yay. Okay, so you guys, um, we're social distancing right now. I don't know if you know this. And Hopefully. that actually, yes, thank you. Also applies to people who are expecting visitors in the prison system. So we are going to meet uh, 32-year-old Noelle Rascati. She's from Santa Rosa County in Florida in the Panhandle. And she's got a 26-year-old boyfriend. His name is Tathan Fields. And he's presently doing 15 years for burglary and grand theft. Well, the two of them had arranged to have a visit, but, you know, you can't visit in person. So they did it, you know, over the computer. Yeah. They also did it over the computer. They did a socially distanced video chat and there was some stripping and some use of some toys. And I don't mean Mr. Potato Head. I'm just saying. Did we not do this on Friday? Yeah, I thought we, or is this a different, um, uh, sexy. Is this Noelle Riscotti? Oh yeah, we already did this one. Sorry, I forgot Friday. I don't know. I'm confused but now. But did we talk yeah, about... Yeah, no, we did because the guy, remember the guy is, um, oh, what was his name? Tathan Fields, yeah. Okay, yeah, we did talk about that. You know what? 
This is why I brought it, because we forgot a very, very important piece of the story. Uh Which is? The person who found out that they had done nasty things was a detective. Did we talk about the detective's name? No. Who's the detective? Oh, we didn't miss that one. (laughs) Bradley, what's the detective's name? Oh, I gotta say it? Yes! Ass. Man. Man. That's Detective Ass Man. That's the thing that jumped off the page. Spelled, now, if you think mm-hmm. we're trying to be funny, we're not. Spelled A S S to the M A N. It's probably N. there were two N's. Oh, sorry, I it's, left an N off. Ass Man. It's probably Asman. Asman. No, I no, feel like it's, it's just Ass Man. <laughs> um, and it's a, suddenly a Saturday Night Live sketch, right? Okay, so <laughs> that's the thing that jumped off the page to me. I forgot to even she was pay focused attention on the Ass Man. I was. <laughs> That that's how they got discovered was because uh, he was reviewing the footage of the virtual visits and he was like, oh, oh, oh. So Assman saw some, oh, man. Excuse me. He saw a little bit more than that. Exactly. Exactly. All right. That's all. Thank you. I'm glad I got to enhance Friday's crazy, stupid idiot. Um, Let's now go across the pen. (laughs) I have to be careful. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you do. I would like to take you across the pond okay. where they told this funny story. Uh, there's a <laughs> they woman. T- they told a funny story. Yeah, no, seriously. Like this woman, I don't have uh, her details, so I apologize. Mm-hmm. But I just want to call her out and she's a crazy, stupid idiot. Um, so apparently there's this woman who was finding it particularly hard in the times of COVID-19 to deal with all of the new requirements for life. And that includes things like social distancing, staying six feet away. It's hard for some people. They want to get close, you know, Mm -hmm. right. But like with the masks, it gets hard, right? Like when you're in a room of people and everyone has masks on, you're like, I just want to take my mask down so I can talk because right exactly well this woman came up with a new way she also found it hard to breathe Mm -hmm. with her mask on so she came up with a new way to do this (laughs) just not wear one at all no that would that would there would be a certain logic to that Mm -hmm. right like i've seen it um no this woman cut a hole in her mask oh i saw that picture of that girl for the mouth Uh -uh. she cut a mouth hole nope Nope. In her face mask. No, honey, honey. So she could breathe easier. No. No. Nope. Hey, what's wrong with that? Well, <laughs> when you do that, it renders the face mask portion of the face mask useless. Yeah. I mean, you might as well just go out with your mouth. The mask part actually prevents air coming from your mouth mm-hmm. to go out yeah that's what it's doing so this woman yeah where was this that she was doing this it's actually in the u.s but it was pointed out um by a uk tabloid i mean but was she like is she like a teller at it a bank like, or something she's or? not like she doesn't appear to be an employee she okay. appears to be on the other side of some sort of divider experience like at a grocery store because I, mean, I see a hostess sign behind her just think about it mm. a face mask is like a mouth Dutch oven. <laughs> a mouth Dutch oven? I mean, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how it should work. Yeah. You Except should be able to smell with, your own breath. The problem with the Dutch... Well, the, the loss in this particular case involves... You don't get to, like, force another person. Right. This is true. 
to have the Dutch oven. Right. It's your right. own personal mouth. Yeah, which Dutch I will oven. say, I did have this thought many times. Have you not had this thought? Why are you looking at it? I don't know. Me? I'm scared of the thought. Oh. No, the thought is, wow, I bet people who have chronic bad breath are really getting a pass. Oh. Like, when was the last time you smelled somebody's bad breath? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Mm-hmm. You just keep it They're all being inside. confronted with their own, but they're not, you but know. But you're not treated to others. Yeah. Because you know how you get too close to those people and you're like, whoa, that stinks. Can I tell you about, okay, this is not crazy, stupid idiot. Actually, this is like quite the opposite. But I saw something today that I thought was fascinating. So when you're wearing a mask, the thing that's covered up is your Your nose and and your mouth, like we've just talked about. But think about what it's like if you're a lip reader and you have a heart, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. So somebody developed a mask and is making these masks that has like a a vinyl, like a clear vinyl, plastic, plastic, but not yeah, but like thick over the mouth, so it's see through. So your nose is still covered. So it's kind of like what that lady did, except for instead of the air, you know, being able to go through, there's just like a like a window. Window, isn't that cool? Air it out. I know. Yes, crack a window. Anyway, I just thought I'd share that. It's the opposite of crazy, stupid idiot. I thought we maybe needed that. No, right we now. did. Thank you. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about another crazy, stupid idiot. Um, if you live in the Brooklyn area and you're wondering what happened to your stimulus check, you may want to look to a person by the name of uh, what is his first name? 31-year-old Mr. Chen. Okay. What's going on with Mr. Chen? Well, Mr. Chen uh, looked inside a medical collection bin at a closed medical office uh, early on the morning of April 28th and then walked to a nearby residential building to examine the mail he took from that bin. Then he kept all the things that looked like stimulus checks And discarded the rest. And then he walked away with $12,000 worth of stimulus checks, stolen credit cards, bank checks, opened envelopes and letters with various names and mailed addresses, mailing addresses on them. Wow. Did he like get away with it too, if it weren't for those crazy kids? Uh, No, they found him and he's been arrested and flagged for this awful, terrible activity. And I will just say, if you are on next door... I've, I've, no, I've, I'm not Brooklyn's next door, my next door. People have been complaining about their stimulus checks. Do you think Mr. Chen has made it all the way over to the Minneapolis? What I'm saying is, I don't think that uh, Mr. Chen is the only one who's searching the mail for stimulus checks. So keep tabs on that stuff. That's all. Thank you for that. That's a very good There's nothing really all that like unique about Mr. Chen's story. Does he have a first name? That I can't figure out. No, I'm looking through the story. It does not. It's not in there. It literally references him as Chen. Yeah, that's it. So, I don't know. But keep your eyes peeled, guys. People trying to take those. Uh, We did get an email from Max, who said, please never say mouth Dutch oven again. Holly, you made me spit my beverage out all over the computer, and it's not the first time. (laughs) It's true, though. 
It's, it's true. Yeah, but maybe that's, some people can't handle the truth. I think that's exactly mm. what just happened. We're sorry about your computer, Max. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We hope that it cleans up well. Dutch. You know, I will say I've been getting a lot of use out of my Dutch oven lately. Mm. I've seen it. You've made a lot of loaves in that thing. Yeah, big, big, dense, crusty, bubbly mm. loaves. Mm. On the regular. I think we call them right? loaves, but mm-hmm. yeah. Making those on the regular. Yeah, no, they're very regular. Okay, when we come back, as much as I'd like to continue this line of conversation, we do have a game to play. That game is called The Throwback, Throwback Live. Live. We're going to play that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.